And we're live. What's up, boys? Welcome to the, uh, this is our 10th episode of Listener Leave. Live. Fucking live on location here in uh, beautiful <laughs> British Columbia and Abbotsford. This podcast is a traveling podcast. Murder capital of Canada. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we got uh, Vinny P with us, the usual. What's Vinny? up, guys? What's up? Yeah. What's up? How much, Vinny? Then, then we got Sunny Chatta. Sunny, what's up? Chatta, chatta. Chatta, 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 man. Fuck. Chatta? I thought we were going to record how we're going to get the drugs across the border. Like, is that a good idea? <laughs> yeah. Or a bad idea? Chatta. I don't know. Great, great idea. Chatta. That's a great idea. Let's record it. Let's discuss Abbotsford. Good dumpling. Huh. <laughs> Abbotsford, man. Abbotsford's a peaceful bend in the country. That's what it is. No, and now bad. we've got the one and only Beast mode. <laughs> the long awaited arrival. Finally, these parents brought me on. HP slash, uh, yo, HP, what was your wrestling? Uh... <laughs> the, the Prince Hakeem Singh. Prince Hakeem. <laughs> what? Prince Hakeem yep. Singh. Yo, there was you know, the, 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 re- the reason I asked. I, 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 I got I to tell you a story. It's so funny, right? I mean, I was, I was still in university when we started this promotion. And it was literally, you know, I made like two grand off a of stock and I put 1500 into this company to get ownership just cause I was in such a, I was just so in love with wrestling. And, uh, the funny thing is being a broke ass, you know, I could barely, you know, I could barely afford, I could barely afford my gym fees. And I had that Ford F-150 passed me down. I don't know, Vin, if you remember that the old construction truck, yep. the, the, the one that basically had, uh, the one that basically had like a three foot hole in the bottom of the mat. So you literally lift up the mat and you got a, you got like a, like a, like a, sorry, not two foot, but you got about a foot hole. So it's funny. You just eat McDonald's or drink. You just lift up this floor mat as you're driving and just toss it underneath. I mean, it was run down, but anyways, to get to the point, had no money. And, uh, I, knowing that I was supposed to represent some, you know, some, some billionaires kid, uh, what, and that, was your, that was your character. <laughs> that was my character. I was some billionaire. Oh. So I was buying my stable. Right, so I had bought King right. Lao, right? Um, but but the funny this thing is, Edmonton? this is in Edmonton, bro. Yeah, at the Aka Center, we used to do these shows, and uh, it was the funniest thing. I I, I had to buy a, a suit jacket because they wanted me to dress proper, and I didn't have anything that fit, and I couldn't afford it's anything that actually it, nothing could fit because you were let's let's be honest, you were a big big boy, two hundred and seventy four <laughs> pounds, bro. I was jacked. Oh, uh, yeah, wow, straight. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm talking about when I remember you from like the younger days. You know, you were. You were uh, I think Joe's trying to say a different type of big boy. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Joe can say whatever he wants. I was jacked. I, what year is this? This is uh oh man, ninety seven, ninety eight. Wow, attitude era. Yeah. You're attitude era wrestling. Yeah, attitude era wrestling. Attitude yeah, yeah. Era. Anyways, let me get to the point. I, 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 so I went to Moore's. You remember that shop, right, Sonny? It's just the intro, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so I went and bought this one jacket that I thought was pretty badass. And, uh, you know, so I'd wear it. 
And I wore it to one show and it was, it was whatever, but you don't have a lot of fans. Like you have maybe a hundred people come out and it's the same hundred people a show. So I went, I went and did the next show at Reds and Vin, I don't, Vin Joe, I think you remember that, right? Where it was, uh, I, don't know. I didn't see any of your shows. I was too young. Oh man. It was, it was, it was a massive show, a massive location, massive venue, but we had about, uh, it's about 150 people there, maybe 200. And like I said, they're groupies, right? They just go from show to show. Well, I was wearing the same jacket and the guy, and you know, I just, uh, just going off on the mic. And, and, uh, I said, you know, I'm the Prince I can buy you. And one of the guys that was, uh, one of the fans who had seen me two weeks prior goes, if you're so rich, why are you wearing that jacket from tip top that you were wearing two weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. That's but, awesome. uh, yeah, it. It was, yeah uh, so he had a wrestling career. Uh, like, how yeah. long did you do that for? Probably about a year and a half, two years. Holy uh, shit! Yeah, it was. It man, it was. It was actually. You know what? Now that I think about it, it's probably two thousand and one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah two thousand and one. Because something something happened that I don't want to bring up, but it was just uh, it, it, the it, the the female persuasion was too much in in during during that time. <laughs> Oh, I kind of had to. I kind of had to leave that awesome. business aside. This guy. Um. Uh, so HB had a wrestling career. Fucking. That was a great intro. The reason I was, I was quite the intro, straight into the Prince Hakeem. No, I was asking because we there was what Vinny. You said you were watching uh, Royal Rumble or some shit this past weekend, right? Yeah, on Sunday Royal Rumble. Yeah. Who who who, who won that? What's who's. <laughs> The Edge, man. The Edge. The Edge is still around? The Edge is still around. Bullshit, man. He came back, I think, last year or the year before that. It was actually a pretty sick match. Who was he he up against? Who were the last? Who were, like, the final three? Oh, fuck. Uh, Randy Orton? Yeah, Randy Orton was one of them. And who's that big, bald, like, fuck, Jack? Strowman. Strowman. Yeah, Strowman was in there. So those were those were the last three, I think. Yeah. But uh, it was actually pretty entertaining. I don't fucking I don't watch it anymore, right? But I was doing some work on my laptop. I had pay per views. You like watch a pay per view? It's worth watching. It's for you. They were streaming it for free on YouTube, and the oh, website. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So every anyone can watch it for free. Fuck. Yeah. I think yeah, it's uh, for it, dude. No, That's no, fun. no. Yeah. Oh, you know, now so, that we're on the topic of WWE, I was just thinking about this. They have – they're missing an entire revenue stream of their business, which I think is a big aspect, is oh, the live yeah. gate, right? There's no fans. Yeah. yeah but that's but their stock, but, but they're, No, I realize that, but their stock price continues to go up. So I'm wondering, where are they making the money? They right? just sold, they just sold their streaming rights to NBC. So they sold their streaming rights for $1.6 like, – it's equivalent of having 1.7 million subscribers. But they wow. only, in reality, have four hundred to five hundred thousand subscribers. So how? So they, that was a five-year deal. So NBC massively overpaid. That's like a. It was like a. It was like a one billion dollar deal, a five-year one billion. But did so, they overpay? There's no content out there. Oh, they have th- tens of thousands of hours of content. They bought no, no. the whole WWE network. No, no. What years. I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you're saying that they overpaid, right? Yeah. I'm saying that a lot of these TV stations, they don't have content, right? right. So you, mm-hmm. you, you are guaranteed to have this content twice a week, every week, plus that's, pay-per-views. That's on top of Raw and SmackDown. That's on top yeah. of what they get paid. 
This so is what a do network. You, what, do you, what do you think the reason for overpaying was? I mean, they must have something. Something they they, they want to start going against the ESPN Plus. So in the states, you have Peacock, which is this Hulu Universal NBC thing, and then you have ES, ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus has UFC. It has obviously ESPN property. So NBC moved their NHL and soccer EPL and WWE now to this streaming network. So they just want to build up the content on this network and they figure live content, like all the pay-per-views are going to NBC, right? So, and it's free. If you already have this thing, yeah, you get it free. It's like having Crave and just automatically getting like WWE Network for free all of a sudden. So you got to pay for it, obviously, right? No, no. So you used to pay $9.99 for WWE work by itself. Now in okay. the States, you get what you were watching before, like Friends, like any plus NBC show, WWE. plus now WWE for free. What what you were paying before? I just added all the library too. Everything in the past. That's gotten cheaper. That's wild, man. They hired some guy. They hired some new CEO. They fired the last guy, and they hired some new guy. This brown guy. He used to be some big guy in Hollywood. And that's See, brown that's guys know what's up. Yeah, <laughs> I think he might even be a Muslim guy. No, brown Monday, brown Monday, fucking yeah. Fuck, brown people Yo, love watching wrestling. Yeah. Yo, Sonny, I was gonna ask you. Fuck, yeah. you're a big. Chamath, Chamath uh, Palapatia. Love Chamath. Chamath Palapatia. Yeah, Palapatia. Yeah. Uh, so the the whole thing with the Wall Street bets and GameStop yeah. and yeah. Uh, AMC and all this shit. Yeah. The uh, you know people say it's like the the people's revolution against these big hedge funds, but then like it's you know on the other side it's like it's just billionaires using the Wall Street bets. Uh, well, the argument is as pawns, and it's like the hedge funds versus Chamath and these uh, these guys on Elon. the other Elon. Yeah. So, it, like, yeah. What do you think's happening there? Okay, so I think it started as some guys in a Reddit subreddit or whatever the hell it's called, Wall Street Bets, and I think they had one guy had an idea. Like, I don't know the real exact history. I was gonna look it up, but I don't know exact history. But he had some idea. Then they short this stock, and then what happens is the real smart money. It's like, holy shit, this is actually not a bad idea. And we could stick it to Melvin Capital, Citadel, and to point, four, uh, was it point something, point 0.72, whatever, Steve Cohen, the owner of the New York Mets. We could stick it to these motherfuckers. So what they do is they jump in because I think there was 75 million shares traded and there's no retail investors. You couldn't put them all together to trade that many shares. So that means that all these big boys came in there and they were trying to put these hedge funds out of business. Now, the fucked up part is that Robinhood starts throttling it and they, they stop betting. I mean, they stop the selling or the buying of these shares to everyone that they have because they're about to run out of money. And all of a sudden, Robinhood gets like $3, million, $3 billion the next day. And now all these long bet, all these short bettors are moved out of that trade and they're completely fine. And the only people that are screwed are the people that held on to GameStop now for 300 bucks to like 112 today or something like that. So I think the big money came in later. I don't think it was there at the beginning, but I do think from now on, the the hedge funds will use the where they'll figure out where all the people are and they'll start manipulating them in one direction or the other because so, the silver thing is stupid like this thing I heard today yeah like you you can't beat the hedge funds at their own game no well, there's there's something that you guys need to know about GameStop that GameStop was an anomaly it, it wasn't as simple as as Wall Street bets getting together so there was Ryan Cohen Steve Steve Cohen's son. He invested, uh, I think he ended up buying nine, nine or 10 million shares. He ended up investing a whack of money at this thing at $9, $9 or $8, if I recall. 
But anyways, he did a massive capital infusion into GameStop. Uh, not only because, I mean, he, this was when GameStop wasn't really on anybody's radar, but he did it because he had an entirely different vision for GameStop. You know, from what I've heard is they wanted to turn it into more of a, a, a virtual arcade, uh, all their, their GameStop locations. And, you know, they were going to do some stuff as far as streaming goes. Um, so he went into this pretty heavy. And I think that is what really started the buying. I mean, what happened is what GameStop was shorted down to what, two bucks, three bucks, four bucks, somewhere in that range from $30 or wherever it was six months ago. So when it got shorted down there and then you have guys buying it up, the shorters have to cover. Yeah. And then what happened is, you know, Wall Street bets got wind of it. And then, you know, everybody just started buying and, you know, sure, it's going to the moon. Whole, yeah, I'm a holder, you know. But the thing is, I mean, there's not – if you go back and, and uh, uh, you look at all the epic short squeezes in history, um, they've all gone up, but they've all come down. You know, yeah. every single one of them. I remember <laughs> the last one that was epic. Sorry, Joe. The last yeah. one that was super epic was – uh, Martin Shkreli, and I don't know if you guys know who that is, but that's the guy who bought the the drug that uh, I believe is for insulin that was selling for four dollars, yeah. jacked up the price to one hundred and sixty bucks, <laughs> and that stock. I mean, I remember because I tried to chase it with a few thousand dollars I had in my account, and it literally went from two bucks to twelve dollars, and it murdered people. Like it literally murdered people. I remember a guy who started a GoFund page, GoFundMe page. Because he, the guy was on the verge of losing his house. But I mean, that's happened. Well, whatever, as long as the market's been around, like. Oh, but like this, this, they're making out to be like a revolution. You know, they're yeah. bringing down the big hedge funds. They're fucking, yeah. you know, taking down the system. And, but and, <laughs> on the other side of it was just these other fucking big boys just using yeah. the fucking people against one another, right? That so again, them, yeah. the retail investor becomes a pawn in this fixed game. Yep. They're always going to change the rules. They're always going to change the rules, right? So they had this opportunity to screw these three guys, and then they put in this stop. So you can't buy this stock on Robinhood anymore because they couldn't cover the margin. And now everyone gets screwed, and those guys are fine. Uh, it doesn't matter what's going to happen. Wall Street will always win. The people 100%. who have money will always win. And yeah. the little guy will always get fucked because uh, rich people want to stay rich. And rich people know each other. And then now they're complaining about like a bunch of people on a, a website getting together or whatever. These rich people meet all the time and talk about all these ideas at all the fucking time. Oh, they did. They did, you, see, did. you see GameStop after hours today? 112. 85 bucks. 85 for 112. Uh, $85. Yeah, yeah. So who's AMT holding that? No, but that's what I mean. Like these shorters, you're just not going to win, right? Yeah. And then what, ha what happened with uh, AMC? AMC, same thing, right? It was, it was, AMC was an attempt at short squeeze. Yeah, it was funny because AMC did have a legitimate short, uh, they had a legitimate short position in there. So when that buying came in and I played AMC and I literally made no money and yeah. it was just way too volatile. You know, I was I, in the first 15 minutes before pre-market, I was up 12 grand US. By the middle of the day, I was down 16 grand US and then, by the end of the day, I was break even. Maybe I was up thirty five hundred, and then the next morning, I was up again. I was up thirteen grand, and then back down. And I literally sold my position to cut. Like it was break even. 
I well, hate like, these pre-markets because you have to put these stop limit orders on, but they don't work in the pre-market. And in Canada, it's very hard to do this pre-market stuff. So you could eventually get screwed on all this shit, especially 100%. if you play options by the pre-market and post-market, right? Especially if you're in Canada. Yeah. That's what I really hate about it. But uh, That's why you always see at the open, you'll see I, what I tell a people. A gap up, yeah, down. Yeah, no, 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 no. Actually, it's not a gap up. It's usually, uh, we call it a dip and rip, right? Um, which is... Rip. Everybody that, that can't trade pre-market, and there are a lot of people yeah. that can't trade pre-market, so they'll wait, right? They'll wait right till the bell at 7.30, and then nine times out of ten, you'll see it get hammered down to cover, you know, to fill the gap that you mentioned. Yeah. And we call it the dip and rip. So it dips down right at open, and you wait about 15, 20 minutes. And if you time it right, it'll rip. I mean, literally, you could you could trade for the first half hour to forty five minutes in the day and just be done with the day. This is this is day trading, right? Like yeah. this is what HP. This is, this is day trading, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This so is day just to so anyone's listening, don't fucking go around day trade if you think you're a hero because I yeah, tried to day, day trade. I got I got I got bored in like March, like sitting here April. I tried to day trade. It ain't I, easy. Lost, I lost some How'd money. How'd that go? Right <laughs> I lost about I bought this thing. It's called TQQ. So there's the QQQ, which is like the NASDAQ 100, right? So that's yeah. like, you know, it's like just weighted. It's like Apple, Amazon, and like uh, Tesla, like not Tesla, like uh, Google, and all the top 100 names of the NASDAQ. So it's all the top 100 names. And there's yeah. a thing called TQQ. So it's leveraged, right? So if the, if the, if the, Q's, TQ, if the QQQ goes up, it goes up three times. But if it goes down... It goes down even further than three times, okay? Because it's leveraged. And yeah. it resets every day and they rebuy this every day. So I thought, fuck, this thing's at the bottom. Let me buy TQQ because there's no way this is going to stay down forever, right? But I thought I had time to bottom or I was going to go in. So I put in a, a good chunk of money and I put it in and this thing goes down. Like the first day it goes down, like right at the open like Harvey was talking about. I get nervous. <laughs> like at, at like nine at seven thirty five, I get nervous, right? So I pull it out, lose my whatever you know money. Yeah. The thing since then, that fucking day has tripled and split in half. Wow! Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> since uh, that day, April something, April something. Yeah. Ah. I mean, it's, it's not it, like this ain't something that like you need practice. You need to fucking know your shit. You hundred percent do, man. This isn't something well, a lot of people, into. No, 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 no. A lot of people got hurt are getting hurt as we speak with this whole Wall Street bets. Like, what are they? They're saying the diamond hands or whatever. Yeah. Hold to a thousand. Like fucking. Yeah. Only an idiot's gonna think. That, you know what I mean? It's got no fundamental value. And they tried the same thing with. Uh, uh, the other day with XRP cryptocurrency, yeah, yeah, like it went up to all the way to 50, about sixty-two or sixty-three cents, yeah, right. And and but people don't understand that that's not a stock, right? It trades fucking all twenty-four-seven. Yeah. That's coming down, and they've got what SEC filings against uh, XRP. So it was like it, it's so fucked, and I don't understand how people like if you don't know what you're doing, you like buy into this like hype, this dream, this fucking. And, yeah, and, but a lot of people fucking get hurt, man, big time. Yeah, but you love Bitcoin, and I, I like Bitcoin. I don't love Bitcoin like you love it, Joe. But like, I don't love Bitcoin. I, I, I what's more than love? 
what's, what's that vin man you're a your romantic vin you tell us what's more than love it's that shakespeare shit man it's uh... that shakespeare shit yeah, yeah. yeah. but like yeah. that's what they'll say about uh bitcoin right well they'll say that it's just the same sort of thing it's just feelings it's not really a thing it has no value it's going to be the same thing as gamestop and you no, gotta be like, and then like the same people shooting on gamestop are the same people shooting on bitcoin how can they shit on the same Everybody's thing? Everybody's got you haters, know that. man. One is, one is, uh, it's a scarce asset, a store. Of, it's a very different thing versus a stock. Yeah. Bitcoin's not a stock, first of all. Yeah. And it's a store of assets. You can compare it to gold, you can compare it to silver, more. So aside from a store value, it has no functional value. It's not ETH, it's not Cardano, it's not these other ones that are like yeah. platforms. Right? Yeah. So it has one purpose. So like, I mean, where GameStop's, it's supposed to be a company. Yeah, it's supposed to generate it's supposed to, yeah, it's sales. Supposed to, yeah, right. You know what I mean? So it's very different, but people just assume, I don't know. This whole Wall Street bets, like, uh, I just I heard of it late. I just started reading to it. I was like, holy fuck! Like, when I first started, uh, like, I, I've been I've been trying I've been trading for a while now, right? Like, it's been years. And uh, on Reddit, I thought Wall Street bets was a serious thing. So when people were trading, a lot of people were um, making trades, like call trades, option trades, right? So I thought these guys were serious and started, I try, I try to make the same trades, right? Just follow it. Yeah. It took me like, it, it took me a couple of days to realize that they're just fucking around on Wall Street bets, right? It's just, uh, but now I, it's entertainment is what it is. It's fucking hilarious if you read. No, if, you, if you can ride the wave and you can make, if you, if you know, like, yeah. make your profits and walk away like these guys like Chamath and these other, they, they fucking walked away with their money. He walked away the next day. He put in 150. He walked away with 500. He donated it, but he still got five. Can you imagine that? That would make our lives if we could do that, right? right? Like well, not Harvey. Crazy. Harvey's got a lot of money, but like yeah, the rest of us, right? So then, so Chamath does that, right? He, he mm. tries it out and then everyone else piles in after that. I mean, there's some responsibility that he has because he made people think it was easy. Right? There's a lot of people out there like they say when regular, not regular people because we're regular people, but like when people who've never talked about a stock in their life or have never talked about investing in their lives start talking to you. Like my father in law comes up to me, he's like, uh, Tell me which stock to buy. Really? I'm like, like what like you're 65 years old like what what do you want to happen to this he's like i just want to make you know double or something like like you doesn't have you don't double it and then, well, i think the problem everyone's going to have with who haven't invested in a while i think ven you've done it for a lot joe and however you've done it for a while I don't next know. year in 2022 in 2022 when you invest and you make like a a like nine percent return or like a seven percent return that's a good return which is normal that is a normal good return. Like that is everyone yeah. should be happy with a seven percent return. But they're not gonna have this doubling anymore. And I think maybe they get bored. And maybe because they're on their phone, they go to DraftKings, they do all and not that they're already doing go to DraftKings, but like the problem is the app for the buying the stocks is the same as the app for buying uh, DraftKings. Uh mm. forget for doing DraftKings. And it's the same fucking thing. Because to me, like I you know, I listen to, like Warren Buffett, like I listen to that shit like all the yeah. time and I play it in my head, right? Like that's a company. Like you are buying a piece of Apple, even though if it's one share or whatever. But like right. I think for a lot of people, like especially the young like cousins and stuff that I talk to, 
Yeah. I'm talking about like put $200 in every month, like you're 18 years old and it's going to grow by five, 6% and you'll have like hundreds of thousands of dollars by the time you're 50, 50 years old. It's like, yeah. fuck that. Like I know a friend who did this, who <laughs> did that. Like, you know, and then that's the problem in two years. It's going to be a problem. Like they're, yeah. they're going to think about us gambling. It's, got, it's yeah. not even going to be two years. Yeah, no, what? it's definitely, it's, a it's not even going to be in two years. It's going to be, in in three four months, I mean, wait till the summer happens. No like these, way! I think it rips. I think it rips. I think you're going to see the biggest explosion you've ever seen. I think you have so much money printed, and so many. Yeah. And if the economy comes back, if you go back to work, there's so much extra money out there. You're going to be like, what do I want to buy? Okay, I want to buy a little bit of Bitcoin. I want to buy the tri- triple Qs. I want to buy the S and P. I want to buy XIC. I want to buy this or that or the other thing. Real estate, even maybe. And this, uh, this thing's going to rip. Yeah, no, well, I guess what I'm saying is when you look at the stock market, right now, everybody's a professional stock trader. Why? Yeah. Everyone, you yeah. throw a fucking dart and it's probably going to double or triple. Yeah. Right? The problem is going to be when, like, fundamentals don't mean jack shit right now. You know, it's just any type of good news is a any type of news, whether it's good or not, is a catalyst. Like, you look at, like, you look at Sundial. Right, Sundell is a piece of shit marijuana company. It's yeah. never going to make any money, right? This thing opened up at thirteen bucks, got hammered all shorted all the way down to thirteen cents. Uh, I I picked some up a couple of days ago. Uh, you just said it was with, shit. Yeah, but I was playing. I was, I was playing the charts, right? I'm, I, that's what you do. You got to play the chart. So I played the chart, and you it just was at play the fundamentals. <laughs> no, no, I said the fundamentals don't matter right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. In this okay, market right. where you throw a dart, fundamentals do not matter. And the yeah. thing is, they did, and, and they've constantly diluted themselves. This is a NASDAQ company that traded 1.2 billion shares yesterday at about a dollar uh, VWAP. And uh, the, the thing did, they fucking market opens this morning, pre-market, they do a $75.4 million registration, which is... $75 million at a dollar per share. Yeah. They just did another raise. Yeah. Usually, this, and this is how crazy the market is. Usually when they do a, a, a raise like that, it, it usually ends up taking, you know, upwards of two to three months to close this thing because you're out there, you know, trying to get your investors to put their money into this thing. They yeah. fucking offered it this morning and they're going to put out a PR probably tomorrow morning that they've already closed it. And the thing dripped, dipped down to ninety three cents, and then it closed after hours at a buck ten. Like this is just—I've never, and I've been in this market for twenty plus years. I've never seen this market this hot. It's, which only means one thing: people are going to get fucked, and it's just a matter of one hundred percent. I don't think I don't think they're going to get fucked. I don't think they're going to fuck. The what issue is is Amazon sold one hundred and twenty billion dollars worth of revenue. Apple sold. Over $100 billion in a quarter, they sold $100 billion of revenue, right? Uh, Google, 60% ad rates up, right? I think if you're in good shit, like what Warren Buffett calls compounders, like they yeah. make a ton of money and they reinvest it and they just keep fucking cycling this out and buying their stock back and all this shit, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. If you buy 5G, you're going to be fine. But if you're going to buy shit, if you're going to buy like fucking, uh, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know, a shitty business, you're fucked. But it comes down to, but we're, we're two different types of investors, right? You're a yeah. blue chip guy who started off the evening by saying, I'm happy with the six or 7% return, right? That's the average I'm a, return. 
Yeah, but you're 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 happy with that. I'm not. I'm a very high risk trader, right? Yeah. And I need to see 40-50%. If I don't see that, then I'm not happy. I mean, you can go and you can buy an OTC You, pink you need pink. to see 40-50% in what? Like a day? In a day. In a day. Like Vinny can attest to this because I've got a stock group. We're posting we're posting picks in there that are running so Three, I think, four, five hundred percent. You guys are obviously two different type of investors, right? You got yeah. Sunny, you're yeah. you're more of a value investor, and then you got Har- Harvey. You're just a, you're more of a, a pick a, your a words senior. wisely, motherfucker. No, I don't like. I don't. I don't like. I'm not talking about value. I'm talking about growth. I like. I'll do growth super aggressive growth. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. So growth well, well, hold on. But, okay. Go, Vinny. Okay, I was gonna change the topic and just ask you another question. Oh, was hold on. Vinden, before yeah. you go on to the next topic, you can go on. Uh, HP, what? Okay, let's just get uh, your thoughts on. Okay, what's your strategy for someone? Because okay, let's all agree the market's fucked. It's just not normal circumstances. Yeah. It's normal. Shit go right. It's fucked. But what? What? I don't in think your it's you don't, okay? Sonny doesn't think it's fucked. Sonny, why don't you think it's fucked? I don't think it's fucked because interest rates are gravity for stocks, right? So let's say the average uh, P value, so that's price over earnings value, of the S&P 500 is somewhere between $15 and $20, right? Okay. Yeah. So when you look at that $15, $20, that is at 4 to 5% interest rates. So that's your cost of capital, right? When you take that to zero, okay, you take something from 5% to zero. And, and, so, and so just for example, Apple put out $14 billion of, uh, of bonds out there for the, some between the last between five and 40 years. So what they're basically saying is this is the cheapest interest rates ever going to get. So I want to put out a bond for the next 40 years where I only have to pay you less than 1% of interest because by then it probably going to be 5 or 6%. So what I'm trying to say is if Apple is now trading at 29 times, ta- PE ratio of 29, and then on regular market it sells at 20, because a normal stock sells at 15, Apple should set up, sell at 20 because it's a growth company and it's, it's, it's the cream of the crop. It's an elite company. It should sell for higher than everyone else. There should be a premium on it. Selling for 30 is not a big deal. Facebook selling for 25 is not a big deal. Baba selling for 23 is not a big deal. Broadcom selling for 15 is not a big deal, right? The problem you have is, is, is Salesforce CRM worth 60? Probably, maybe. Uh, is Snowflake worth like thousands is tesla worth thousands i don't know probably not so it's so if your market leaders google yeah, apple all fucked. those ones are at 30 it's fucked. not fucked. you're fucked if you're gonna buy uh uh you know one of these chinese companies you don't know what the fuck they do or you're gonna buy something look at spacey spc spc hasn't made a dollar revenue and it trades at like fucking 50 times no sells at okay sells at infinity times hold on Hold on. So, okay. Overall, what I'm saying is that the entire fucking market's fucked, right? HP no. said if you throw it. Hold on. HP says you throw a dart on anything right now, it's gonna fuck. It, everyone's winning right now because everyone's now a fucking trader. Hundred percent. What do you mean? No. Every. I don't know a single person that's lost money in this. They're market. a trader. I don't think they make as much money as they say. I don't think everyone is making as much money as they say because it's a zero sum game. If someone makes money, someone has to lose money, right? Bro. Bro, bro. I, okay, I don't know. I don't know anybody. I, I listen again. Vinny could attest to this. We got a group of thirty-six friends and family. There's not a single motherfucker in that group that isn't green as fuck. Yo, my brother, man. 
30 fucking <laughs> I don't I don't even do stocks. I have zero uh you know fucking anything in any stock. Nothing. Yeah. But I I from just my personal experience, every single person I know is up. And yeah, I say some of those people are like studying, know their shit. Yeah. Some of those people are literally just fucking picking anything out of the fucking thin air and everything. The thing up. is, so my, yeah. so, go ahead, son. I'll let you finish. You no, no. Go. My point is if I'm telling you that the stuff that it's worth what it's worth, that is yeah. like yeah. worth the market cap is fine. See, Sonny, using yeah. If you want to go into a Chinese stock at yeah. $5 or $4, that's nothing. So if you look at what happened with this Wall Street bets, right? The US yeah. market cap is. Thirty-three uh, trillion dollars. Okay, the U.S. market yeah. cap of the of the U.S. stock market. Everything that happened on Wall Street bets was only five hundred billion dollars. Okay, the reason it affected the top dogs on Friday was that everyone was short squeezed and they had to sell their most liquid assets. So that's Apple, that's Google, that's everything. So they had to sell the fucking stuff, and that's why it went down a little bit. Apple set records; it went down, right? And now, what happened today? All the shorts readjusted their positions, and now it went through the roof. Watch tomorrow. It's going to go through the roof. Google today went through the roof. Amazon going through the roof. New CEO. I'm telling okay. you, it's fine. The shit that's yeah. crazy, that's going to go back to normal. People will lose money, but you, that's just a matter of time. So, okay, let me, but, so let me ask you this question, right? Um, hold on. Let, H, let, let HP answer that same question. Okay. Let's HP. Can you ask me the question that no, you want No, same thing. Like, I, I basically said... The, the, and the market is fucked right now. Like anybody 100%. and everybody, it seems like is when I see the market is fucked, it's COVID businesses, sales are down. People are out of work. So if that's the case and it's a free market and it's not manipulated, you would naturally see a come down and every, and maybe some of these companies, Am, yeah. okay, Amazon has grown. Certain companies have grown, but you would see Sonny sitting there not uh, shaking his head, but that's a manipulated market because people now have less. Except for these fucking uh, stimulus checks. Why are you hundred percent? That is one hundred percent. People are sitting at home. Yeah. They're getting paid to sit at home. They're getting bored, just like Sunny was in March. <laughs> gave buying stocks a chance. They turned their six hundred dollars into six thousand or sixty thousand or whatever the case is. Listen, man. You there's no way you can tell me this market is not fucked. There, I yeah, you can't tell. Okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna use Apple. And Google, if you're going to use Fang, I'll give you three other reasons. Okay, go ahead. I'd like to hear. Yeah. Oh, because because when 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 your fucking plumber is coming over and your and your drywaller is coming over and your landscaper is coming over and they're talking about GameStop and they don't have a fucking clue what's happening, are you telling me that that's normal? That's not normal. So this is what I'm telling you. What it is? So Joe, you're talking about the stock market. Hang around Harvey Condola too much, bro. <laughs> I've never met that guy in my life. So, uh, so you, Joe, you're talking about COVID, market, this or that. Market and the economy are two different things. They are okay, not the same okay. thing. Okay. So, twenty percent of the people, twenty percent of the people, yeah, there uh, the twenty percent of the people are in the market. Okay. People who don't have money are not in the market because they can't afford to be in the market, right? Even if they put in a little amount of money. And there's not enough people who made a little bit of amount of money for the government to affect the market that much. I'll tell you why the market's this much. It's because the federal governments in Canada, US, all across the central banks across all around the world, right? Started printing money. They started printing money like crazy. Okay. Inflation. And that's not fucked. I know. I'm, let me finish. Hold on. 
Shanta. I don't. I don't know anywhere. Anywhere in this is normal. Yo, let the guy finish. Let's. I want to hear this. Hey, so what happens is interest rates go to zero, or even in Germany it's negative. You give the government of Germany money for ten years on a bond, you get less money back. That's how fucked yeah. that is, right? So what I'm trying to tell you is, based on interest rates being zero, okay, interest rates being zero, and there's so much cash out there, that causes inflation. That's why you love Bitcoin. There's too much cash. So you need something whoa, 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 to hold whoa, whoa, value. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It, in, when you're saying inflation, and what do you mean? That's why I love... Oh, okay. Never mind. I got you. So Bitcoin on. is a hedge against inflation. <laughs> or some yeah. people believe okay. it. I thought you said something some people think mansions are or buying art is or whatever the fuck they think hey, it is. But okay. I'm telling you, there's so much cash out there. That's why I think the market's going to explode. And the people are going to get back to work. There's... Yeah. So there's by some estimates trillions of dollars out there trillions of dollars out there that is still yet to go in the market and of the money that's in the market 90 percent of it is is rich people old people scared still to this day in a like a one percent bond and once they get unscared the economy starts booming in the summer they're going to change that allocation from bonds to the stock market and this thing's going to hey, be fucking sorry, so you're saying that okay there's all this unlimited I know, I'm just that, in the basement so there's inflation inflation what does that mean it, 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 your market goes up. I said everything goes up. So your fucking purchasing power is less. Your quality of life is less. You you can buy less with that same amount of money. It's just fucking printed. That's a regular I'm, person. That's a regular person. If you're in the market, okay, you, we're you'll all move regular market. people. I'm not an elitist, bro. We're all I'm not a regular. Okay, not a regular person. If you if you're not if you're not in the market if you're not in the market. And you have cash in your bank account, like a lot of our parents do because they're scared to invest it or whatever, that money in the bank is going to be worth less. Right. I agree with you there that just holding on to cash and not doing anything is fucked. But also not knowing what you're doing and going into the stock market can also be fucked. So if you have like, you, you know more than the average person. It's okay. You're different than the average person. What? <laughs> <laughs> so let me, anyway. sorry, let me ask you this question, right? Um, the traditional stock market, the tr traditional economics is uh, you have a recession, usually seven to nine years. I don't know if you guys read uh, The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham, right? But that's usually what, what I based my whole shit off of. I steal everything yeah, from there. And, and, and do you think based off of the, I, I think the last time we had a recession, it's been over seven years. Um, do you think we're out of that same trend now? We, we're in a completely new trend that there you can't count on having a downturn after seven to eight years that, you know what, we could all just keep going up and not even come down. We're in a fucked up world. That's what we are. No, it could be. Uh, we're, we're in, I know I've been talking to other people who think that this isn't the same economy that you guys think that there might just be. This is a new territory, uh, I would say. Uh, yeah. what, uh, sorry to cut you guys off, but on what planet is unemployment at its highest Bankruptcies and businesses are going out of out of uh, out of business at up. unprecedented rates, right? Unpre like this is unprecedented. Nobody's ever experienced this. People are 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 lining up for food. They're they're lining up for for handouts. They're they're struggling to meet their bills and their payments. Yeah. And you're telling me with everything going on, and you're forced to stay at home, and you're not making any money. That this ridiculous market is setting all-time highs. Yeah, and, wait, we're fucked. And this isn't fucked up. The average yes. is fucked. That's what Sunny wow. said. It makes sense. It makes sense. Wow. The economy and the market. Sunny, 
The economy you, and the market are two separate things. Yeah, that's it. Let me ask you a things. question. Let me ask yeah. you a question. You're right. He's right. You're, you're, you're in the market, right? The market, you need money to put into the market. Yes. Right? So yeah. I, 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 it, the market is, is run on investment. We got to so move on. How many okay. people? We can, just move, how, yeah, go ahead. Go wrap up. Oh, no, fucking. How many people are in the market? 20% of people are in the market. The 80% of people are not in the market. All okay, I know is that after this after this podcast is over, I'm a message Sunny. Uh, you know, get some advice there, and maybe you know, start investing in the shit that Sunny tells me. Because right now, what anyways, he says makes sense. Let's move on. Let's, let's move on. Let's move, before we. I just want. That's a you, pussy ass investor. Okay, to Baskar. Sunny man, I'm you're gonna go by Fang. Okay, what's your uh, before we move on? What's your uh, thoughts on uh, uh, Sunny crypto, the crypto space, Bitcoin? I just still, I, 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 cause usually what I do is I just repeat whatever Chamath says. And then most people don't know who Chamath is. So everyone thinks I'm really smart, but everyone here knows who Chamath Pali Apatia is. Anyways, Chamath Pali Apatia worked at Facebook. He, he's from Ottawa and he's now this big uh, guy in, um, in, 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 in uh, Silicon Valley. Anyways, and he's going to run for governor of California potentially. Anyways. So what he says, and I believe it, and I think it's true is it's a hedge against, uh, everything getting fucked, just like you guys talking about. So put in 2% of your assets, 5% of your assets in that, right? And and just use it as insurance. If things go fucked, this thing's going to go through the roof. If things don't go fucked, this thing could still go do well, or it could go to zero, but it doesn't matter. You've only lost 2 or 5% of what anything you own. And so... That's the that's way I use it. And ETH, I when I looked into ETH, like I didn't know what ETH was, and I was never going to invest into ETH. But I'm more impressed with ETH and its uses and what it could be used for, uh, because it, when you took out like everything that's shorted this week, 140 percent of GameStop was shorted. No one knew who the fuck owed, who owed who, right? I think blockchain and ETH stuff like that could really keep a instantaneous ledger of what the fuck's going on in the world, and things will become less fucked because of that. That's my take. So you like crypto? I'm in Bitcoin. Yeah, I'm like two percent of everything I own is in uh, Bitcoin and ETH. Yeah, uh, and HP? I've already like, yeah, like, we talked about it in September. Like this doubled since then. All right, HP. No, I think uh, crypto is interesting. Uh, I think uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I think it was it 2017. I was uh, pretty heavily into the crypto side of things, playing a lot of altcoins. Um, you know, had some Bitcoin, sold it, had some Ethereum, uh, used that to buy Litecoin and a bunch of other altcoins that I don't even know if they exist anymore. But I do think um, I do think the, the, that the, the, the world's currency will be shifting to a crypto. And um, I don't know if it's going to be Bitcoin. Um, the reason I don't know if it's going to be Bitcoin and, and Joe, I mean, you got your PhD in Bitcoin compared to me. But uh, I just have a feeling that that if the government isn't able to control it or benefit off it, they're going to they're, they're gonna find a way to fuck with it. And um, I, I know you disagree. And I, I think you have a lot of valid points to disagree. I mean, like I said, I know about crypto and I know about Bitcoin, not to the degree you do. But I'm looking. What's at your What's your thoughts on the future of Bitcoin? Are you Are you Are you uh, bullish on Bitcoin? Are you? Hundred uh, percent. I'm bullish. Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred percent. I think uh, I think Bitcoin Bitcoin's going to be huge, but I just think that the government's going to fuck with it one way or another. 
right. Well, fair enough. Uh, me, I mean, fucking, I'm irresponsibly uh, long Bitcoin. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but anyways, that was, uh, we got a fucking, uh, that was, that was good to get you guys' thoughts on that. Very, yeah. Uh, I know, ja, ja, sorry. Fucking sorry. Japa, Japa, Japa. Anyways, he he's got his uh, unique perspective. HP's got his, and uh, yeah, now he's wrong. Vinny, Vinny, lead us into. Uh, let's talk about the motherland, baby. The 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 main the main issues, the main topic. Yeah, lead, lead I wish in. you took this long to get to it. Like it's, it's, it's we should edit this Man, you guys around. No, no, no editing. We just uh, this is listen or hey, leave. Man, this it was the flow of the conversation. You can't change that, man. All right, that's why I never see you guys so emotionally. Hakeem, Hakam, wrestling career. It just called me the prince. Uh, um. Anyways, Ben, go. So I just went to the washroom, came back, and uh, thank, thank I just you for letting us. I just I just opened up my Twitter and I just read that. Uh, DP, whatever that means in India, district police, Delhi police. Delhi police yeah. is offering one luck to anyone who can find Deep, Sidhu, uh, Jugraj Singh, and a bunch of others who were at Lal Kila wow. on the 26th. So tw one luck for that or and 50,000 rupees to anyone who arrests them. So I so, think that goes for the police officers. I mean, so, it... Like, it it's been, I mean, let's just fuck it. It's been a fucked up, uh, the, the, on the 26th, they had the tractor rally, which, uh, I mean, it was massive, right? It was fucking huge. And obviously there, a lot of shit happened, uh, peaceful yeah. protesters, but it was the, uh, uh, the state security forces, the Delhi police that, you know, shot tear gas, killed a killed a protester, shot him, attacked doctors, yep. used violence, state-sponsored violence against peaceful protesters. And obviously we had uh, a very uh, proud moment when the Nishan Saab was raised at uh, Lal Kila. And obviously yep. Deepu was a part of that. So that was a very, uh, you know, I think we all, uh, I don't know if we all, but felt, uh, felt I, I personally felt, you know, I was like, this is Dude, fucking, you know, it's been there nine times before or yeah. again. We're, we're, we're there again about, you know, Jarta Nishana that, that we said 100%. we were there. You know what I mean? So, and from that, we've seen like a crazy, like, turn of events after that, where you had the Kassan union leaders um, blaming essentially Deep Sidhu, who's now, you know, running from the police, uh, Lakha Sadana, who's running from the police, and they're being called traitors at the main stage. Um, and then I think we all personally, have been fighting a battle against the elder generation, our parents who have uh, some, again, I don't know how the fuck, but they've managed to agree with uh, Rajewal and these Ghassan union leaders that somehow Deep Sidhu was, Deep Sidhu and Lakasadana were the cause of all the, of violence, of violence, yeah. right? So it's, it's, it's been fucking nuts. Um, well, like, wh where do you guys, uh, you know, we'll start with you, Vin. I know you've been, I know where you stand. You know you've been with yeah. uh, supporting Deep and Lakha. Like, where, where where do you stand with this? I know you had a, a argument with your with your parents, or you yeah. know, HP was involved in that uh, family uh, discussion. <laughs> Everyone's households are having this, but like, yeah, what happened with yours? And like, wh where is it today? And like, okay, on the, the, the twenty sixth, on the twenty sixth, 
like I had, I was glued to my phone, right? It was like, I started at 10, 10 PM and just was watching it all the way up until uh, I think it was two o'clock, right? At two o'clock, even before that, when people started coming into La Gila, they were showing the cam on the news. They were showing the camera at La Gila and there was just a bunch of people in the front. Nothing was really happening. And I was like, you know what would be fucking awesome if they would stick a Nishan sub up there, right? That was just, it just crossed my head, right? I was like, that would be great if that would happen. When it actually happened, I was fucking so happy. I was doing Bhangra in my bed. And Money's like, what the hell is going on with you, right? And she didn't understand the the importance of that. But, um, like, I, I was just, like, so happy. And, uh, and But I'm sure if anyone else was... The aftermath, um, that's fucked, right? But I'll come back to that. But I think anybody, like anyone who had that kind of emotion and feelings towards, um, towards the Nishan sub would have done this exact same thing in Deep Sidhu's place, right? He would have went towards Lakula. But uh, so that's my opinion on that. That what they did was the right thing. Um, so. The you face pushback from your parents or your dad specifically, like we, you know, we all have. A couple of days later, my dad was just basically like Deep Sidhu's. Actually, the next day, my dad's like Deep Sidhu's a traitor. He's a BG, BJP uh, um, adjunct. So I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about, man? Like that's not true." He's like, "Oh, I've, did you see this video of him running away?" I was like, "That doesn't yeah. fucking show anything, right?" So I'm sure these guys are all saying the exact same thing. Like your grandpa's probably saying. Why, why, the exact why, why do you think? Why do you think your dad felt that way? Like, what's what? What do you think is the the it's reasoning behind? Because I'll tell you, these videos are going around on Facebook, showing Deep Sidhu on his bike, leaving going, and yeah. running right, and then you have like a big fucking paragraph above those videos, giving their reasoning on why Deep Sidhu's in a junt, and then. They'll spread those messages to all their buddies, all the uncles, <laughs> and all of a sudden, fuck it, you have a bunch of sheep thinking the exact same thing that he's a fucking strong trader, words. Right? Strong word. HP, I know you were on the fence about this. What the fuck, bro? Oh, no, no, was it, was it? No, no, we weren't on the fence about it, but I was there for Mind? one of the discussions that we had. Um, the only thing that that his dad and I were saying, well. Uh, I, the only thing that we agreed with is, you know, the 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 Godi media was waiting for an opportunity. What media? The Godi Godi media. Godi media man. The Godi the Godi media. They were they were waiting for, they were waiting for an opportunity like that to pounce on it and change the narrative of the march and the protest, and the Sangar. Okay, but oh, before you go on, what opportunity? uh to turn it from something into peace that was happening that was peaceful into something that was violent and okay, but it was peaceful it was peaceful but what i'm saying is they were able to change the narrative and say look these guys attacked lal Kila. you know they shouldn't have done that and, hey hey listen i'm just saying i'm not saying it, it was okay, it was question right for you wrong. question for you do, do, do you think that if, if it wasn't that incident, they would have taken another incident and just turned it into, because obviously, I mean, do you think if they hadn't gone to Lalkila, everything would have went peacefully? Doctors wouldn't have got beaten up. Women wouldn't have got attacked. No, no, tear gas no. Have, 
No, not at all. And, so then, and, how do you, and, how do you even think that is the is the point? How is that even an issue then? It's it's not an issue. Then? It was just a, it was just a topic of conversation. I know, but right? we weren't we weren't saying it was right or wrong. We were just saying if they were going if they were if basically Modi and and his goons are, and the media like Z News were going to turn this into. Oh look! We told you guys these were terrorists. We told you guys these were aggressors. They've been saying that since day one. Exactly, and then going to Lal Kila, they were able to edit it and make it look like we actually were. But then they would have. But done am I saying it was? Am, am I saying it was wrong? Absolutely not. And and the discussion that I had that we had with Vinny and I think all of us today, and and a very important one is had that not have happened, would Rihanna be? you know tweeting about it would would uh what's that uh no but the fact that it happened were you what, what were your what were your initial uh, uh thoughts when that happened my holy initial shit. thoughts were holy shit it's going down no, no like, but, holy but, shit this is personally this, at a personal level with your uh relationship with the nishansa what what was oh your... i'm very happy very happy. End of story. End of story. No, then. it is end. It is end of story. So but I mean, you were happy that the Lal Kila event happened. Like, absolutely, I was. I was happy about the Nishan Sab. I was so you, happy you, that it happened. End of story. But then then. The, the aftermath of what happened, right, with Deep Sidhu and and Lakha and everything else was, you know, it was the aftermath of of that happening. But you can't blame Deep Sidhu for that aftermath. I, I don't blame Deep Sidhu for that. I don't blame Lakha for that. You know, I don't. I also don't have enough knowledge to make an accurate comment on whether you know anyway, well, was involved or wasn't yeah. involved. But fair enough. Uh, Sunny, what about you? What's your? Uh... I think uh, seriously though, I think uh, uh, we all have to recognize that uh, a junt is the greatest fucking word of all time. <laughs> That's true. And, uh, it is. Someone at Jant, man. Okay, about other, you know, kutta, whatever, sali, whatever. <laughs> fucking a Jant, man. That's it. A Jant for our generation is it. <laughs> you fucking a Jant, you're over. A Jant over. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I think, I think, I think uh, our friend, all of our friend, or uh, I, don't, I don't think he likes Harvey so much, but like all the, our friends. No, I'm joking. He likes Harvey. Just Karan Sandhu, he said something really interesting. And I want to read it because I think it's really good. Nishan Saab goes up at Red Fort. Godi Media sends disinfo. BGP embolden overplay hand. Journalist writes about new BJP abuse. BGP pick up journalists. International media picks up story. Rihanna tweets story. Internet breaks. The world is paying attention. So Nishan Saab wins again. There you go. Like I think that's huge. I think Nishan Saab wins again. I think Harvey, where I think where you know people of uh, you know your generation, Harvey, <coughs> is the problem is is that that you I think uh, we'll say Tal or your or your dad Vin, they think of media as their own media. Like these yeah. guys watch Days for Days once a week and think that's the fucking update. Yeah, you know? and Acom a- TV. They're, they're come TV, whatever. And they're not up to date on like what the fuck happens or what's going on in Twitter, what's going on in the world and all this kind of stuff. And so I think their relationship with the media makes them feel like when they see Modi get off to a head start. Modi, yeah, sure. Modi got off to a fucking head start on Wednesday, Thursday last week. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to this uh, about this on the radio today. Modi got off to a head start. 
you can't deny that he got a fifth star. BJP IT sales were having a good day Wednesday, you know, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. But then you start talking about Friday, and then you talk about Saturday. Even fucking Jazzy B comes out with a video on you know on Sunday saying unity, right? And yeah. then you see Deep Siddu starting to respond. You see videos of Deep Siddu actually being peaceful, Allah, right? Saying let's wait for the commands from the the farmers, you know. And then the farmers. I mean, the, the the union leaders, you know, feel the pressure and think, well, we might as well scapegoat the guy and get this guy out because if we get this guy out, we're back to the same place we always were. And I think maybe that's a calculation. I don't think it's, you know, maybe it's evil, maybe it's not evil. I don't know who these guys are. I don't know enough about it, just like Harvey. But I think maybe their number one thing was if we just scapegoat this guy and get this guy out for slaughter, we go back to where we were before and we just get stopped surrounded by media, all this shit. And yeah. Modi decides to pour on the gas. Oh, we got these guys on the run. We had a good win. Wednesday, Thursday, we've changed their narrative. Let's surround these guys with metal spikes and fucking cement and let's send our goons out there and let's do more of this propaganda. Let's do all this shit. And then what happens is they go too far and they start doing human rights abuses. And once you start doing that, you get Gore all up in arms, right? Because you cut off the internet. You cut off the water. You cut off the electricity. It's really cold outside. You start doing all this shit, and then you then you step way too far. You think it's the same old India. You think it's Rajasthan in the nineties or early two thousands, and you think you can you can do all these things. And then he oversteps. And now I think we are getting momentum back on our side. And I think people re have realized. And I think what's going to happen with this this thing with Deep Siddu, this bounty on his head. I think what you're really going to realize is people don't realize who the true enemy is. And then everyone will step back and say, okay, Deep Siddu, whether we hate him or not, not BJP or not, are we going to just turn this fucking guy over to die? Yep, yep, yep. Are we, well, that's the question they, they have to choose. If you turn him over to die, any, any sick leader who turns this guy over to die and sacrifices this man, Deep Siddu, if he goes and dies and is sacrificed, it's, it, he goes the next level, right? Yeah. And I don't think we understand he becomes a legend forever, right? He's on T-shirts with everyone. We fight for the memory of Deep Siddu who was sold out by these guys. He, they lose control. Their strongest move is knowing Modi overreached, stick together, don't give yeah. him up. And I think the key point of this is, I think I think uh, Garden wrote on Ba's uh, news that we don't know yet if it was a strategic, strategic mistake to go to Nishan Saab. I think we all liked Nishan Saab. We all like it went up and it give us cushy. But, you know, there's also military strategy. Like, is that is that a good strategy? I don't know. But I think what we're finding is, over time, a week later, it looks like a better strategy than it did last week. It did, well, because it, now you got international attention. Moti was just going to wait these guys out and let them die in the cold or, like, let them yeah. sit there for months in their peaceful little thing. And now he stepped up and overreached. And that's because Nishansa went up, and he had the BJP goons and the RSS all out there, all riled up, and he couldn't control the RSS, so he had to let the RSS do something. And he overstepped. Okay. So, great points. I mean, that's a, it's a, it's a good take too because it's on the side of Deep Siddu and Lokha. So, with that. <laughs> yeah, but well, let me ask you a question, Joe. Where does uh, he elevate to yourself? If he's turned over by the union leaders, or he's turned over by any sick, or he's found, okay, not ooh. let's say not turned over because they're going to make sure he's not turned over. They're going to make sure he's found, right? Where does he go in your mind? on like the pantheon of like, does he go into like the Bhagat saying, does he go into the, them saying, I mean, he's not going to go up no. to guru level or Baba, you know, deep saying whatever. He's not going to go in that level, but he, yeah. does he go into like the them saying, um, you know, level, does he go into the, you know, does he go into that level? Well, I mean, those are just uh, like, I guess, 
shaheeds of the Qom, right? He would become, as if they killed him, they could become another shaheed of the Qom. We got a long history of them. Where does he go? He's more valuable. This is a, a history of the state. This is a history against six. They're trying to take our best and brightest, silence him, kill him, so we can't grow as a Qom. Okay, so I would like to have him alive. I would have to like to have him protected. He's a smart, intelligent guy who... who so if you look... This is what I, I, you know, I've been absolutely fucking like, I know Vinny's the same way, just like mind blown with like what's happening. And I've had these arguments with family members, same thing. But this guy, if you look at his interview on, I think it was December 1st or 2nd with that Barca dot or whatever, that fucking shithead reporter. Yeah, the one who says one thing in India and then she writes for the Washington Post and says the exact fucking opposite. Uh. It, no, no, no. I don't think that's the one. This is the yeah, one that was like, uh, yeah, no, no. You're talking oh, about Oh, this Ryan. is the one who said you're Kalistani, you're Kalistani. Yeah, yeah. So she she was like, uh, <laughs> the whole thing she was asking him about, because th I think they were at Shambu border, and this is when he kind of became a thing. Uh, it was like, look, the Kassans can speak English, they can, they're educated. And it was like, this guy's a fucking lawyer, he's from Mumbai, he's, a, he's in Bollywood. And he, he speaks up, right? And... Uh, so she asked him basically like, you know, the conversation was supposed to be with the farmer, farmers, the protests, whatever. What, what does she do? Typical Godi media. Typical fucking. Uh, she tries to get him to denounce Sant uh, Janelle Singh, right? She tries to. What does he do? So they're calling him a traitor now. What does he do? He says, no, he is not a terrorist. And he says, right. and in a very calm, cool click, he says, listen, the, the narrative you have was... First of all, in the 80s, where the state had full control, now everybody's got a fucking phone on them. You got 20 cameras. It was a lot easier to control the narratives. You have one side of the narrative. You don't have the full story. You don't have the context. You don't even know what he was about. You want me to say he's a terrorist? No, for me, he was not a terrorist. She asked him like four or five times. He's like, fuck right. no. And what does he talk about? He, he doesn't even say he's a Khalistani. He never talks about Khalistan. He talks about federalism. He talks about uh, restructuring the relationship states have with the central government obviously under one federal union. Why? Because India is full of different cultures, languages, religions, uh, and everyone's proud of their identity and everyone wants to keep it. The Bengalis want to keep theirs, the, the Tamils want to keep theirs, the Punjabis want to keep theirs, the Sikhs, want, you know what I mean? So it's like, when, and then throughout the entire Morcha, when did this guy once say anything negative or he even, remember, do you remember two months ago when, uh, okay, so I guess this can go on forever and ever, but so, Rajyal, the one of the union leaders, uh, he remember they tried to take the Nishan Saab down on the main stage. Yeah. Who said no? Yeah. Deep Sidhu, right? He he yeah. he spoke about it. They they sidelined him. They they didn't allow him to speak from the main stage. You're trying to remove the Nishan Saab. Like the whole reason the the, the protest yeah. got to is, is because of the Nishan Saab. It's driven. That's what we're driven by, right? That's what independence was driven by. That's what any Sikh is driven by the Nishan Sab. And if you're yeah. saying we're a member of this country, an equal citizen of this country, right? We're equal. You are, I am. We're all under this one flag. Can I not put my flag up then when I'm proud of it? Because you guys fucking put yours up. In fact, you take the tricolor down to throw up your stupid RSS flag. There's like multiple videos of this. We didn't take anything out. Nobody was disrespected. In fact, we put it on an empty pole. Okay? When the, the Sikh regiment goes and fights against China... What do they put down? The Nishan Sab. Do, does the states com complain then? No, because it. So when we're doing it for our own rights, we have a right to do that, right? We're a part of the fucking country. 
So like anyone who even like questions that is like, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like it's the 20th, uh, it's the 19th or 20th time it's been raised at uh, Lal Kila, which is, it's not even a, right now, it's not even a public fucking it's place. It's a museum it, right it, now, yeah. It's a private, it run by a private company. Private museum, yeah. So, it, I mean, basically what happened at the end, I mean, what we figured out in the last few days, the information that's come on, these guys, these Kassan union leaders, aside from the Majiala, the, the Pannu and Pandir, who have the whole stage in the back, these guys are fucking comrades. They're not even six. They don't give a fuck. They would have made a deal with Modi and gone back. They didn't even, they didn't even want to leave Punjab. Sikh youth, followers, Lakha Sadana, Deep Siddhu. That's the fucking reason we are where we are. And then obviously it's a bit, it's bigger than just six. But you see that on the ground. We, uh, we interviewed Sandeep. Everyone's fucking t- like Haryanvis, yes. Hindu, Sikhs, Muslims. People are getting along. But then you yeah. have these fucking uh, placeholders, these, uh, what do you call, I don't know what you call, whatever you call them, but these guys in power have been there forever. The only reason, the only way they're going to keep this power is through divide and conquer. So, yeah. Anyways, to make a fucking long, yeah. fucking rat short, like, I mean, that, it's just like, it, it baffles me that people even questioned it in the first place. And even now with all this information coming out, dude, you're fucking, you're fucking blacking out the uh, internet. You're cutting the internet. What? Why? Right. You have no reason to do that unless you're about to do some fucked up shit. Well, it backfired. It backfired on them by yeah, like, we have to expect fucking challenging this, challenging this. Like it was, I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> like people have been challenging this narrative that the government tried to beat us, and now Agi Sardi Rihanna, Agi, Greta, Greta, whatever. Her, what's her name? Greta something something. Thornburg. Thornburg. Um, Thorn, Thornburg. Yeah, Thornburg. Folk. Human rights. Right, I don't know. That's just, my uh, I yeah, know, no, I, know. I don't know if you guys saw that video that uh, Harmon posted in one of our groups. Um, uh, apparently, this guy knows some information that uh, a couple of the Kassan union leaders were there and uh, they made this plan to to blame Deep Sidhu and um, and basically uh, set scapegoat, uh, scapegoat them, right? So What's his name? Rajinder Singh Deeps, Deepwala. I think that's his name, right? He's the vice president of uh, the Kassan yeah. Union, right? So this guy, he's... I feel like there's some sort of jealousy involved, right? He he sees that Deep Sidhu and Lakka are gaining a lot of popularity and uh, gaining the confidence of the youth, whereas he wants that. So, and they're not driven by the Nishan Sab, those guys. They're comrades. No. So if you and we're not just saying they're comrades, we're no, you, no, they are. If, if they are because if you look at pictures of them in their offices, you could see in the background, um, what they have pictures of other com- comrades in their communist. Yeah. But like, so, okay, so let me ask you two a question. Huh. Yeah, is it better to come come back in, together with them? Or is it better for the six to lead this and th- they follow or they're not going to follow? They, they have it to has lead. move forward some way. You can't, I, defi- you can't no, divide I, yourself. No, no. I, I And I agree with that. But you can't also, what they're trying to do is divide. So now getting the truth out there is, will only the truth can bring things together, right? You, you, you yeah. can't fucking move forward with the division. 
Republicans just say, no, you just go forward. You just come together. What do you mean? Like the How do you go forward when you've just fucking... A, a guy who sacrificed so much... Has, you fucking ousted him. How can we trust you? Yeah. How can we trust you, the leaders? You, a guy who literally left Bollywood. But that's what Jazzy B was saying. Like, Jazzy Advin, you watch that video or no? Yeah, that was a sick video. Yeah. I think that was a good video. And I never expected from Jazzy B. Because he hasn't come out with a good video in like five years. But he yeah. comes out with... Yo, he's <laughs> fucking hard. He's recording right? the... Hey, he's no Mickey Singh. But anyways... He comes out with the video and I think he's right. I think you have to, it's like, you have to like forgive each other. Now there's plenty of time later to figure out what happened. But I don't even say forgive each other, just fucking move forward. And then when you're back yeah. home, fucking deal yeah. with your internal family problems then. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Joe, hundred percent. There's a, there's mean, a bigger, there's a bigger goal here. There's a bigger fucking yeah. something bigger yeah. here that everyone just needs to. You right now, come, you can't come this far and not see through and get a conclusion. Like you just can't. You, you know, can't let Modi have that power. You can't let Modi win. No, he wins this. No. You're dead. He's gonna kill you're, you. You're finished. You're finished. And the other thing is, like you know, even. Even the, the, the prospect or the proposal of pushing back the laws or retracting them for four years or three years or whatever the case is, I think, we, Joe, we discussed this yesterday or the other day. You, you just, there's just no way that any Kassan will win if we do not see this through now. If we don't come together no, and we don't unify and we don't move towards the common goal, which is absolutely abolishing these rules or these laws, I should say, then, then this is going to be a catastrophic failure. But it, and it, it's so much okay. more than like. Uh, anyone watch Lakka's video today? Lakka's it just came out before we started the show. Yeah, like Tell us it about was it. pretty recent. So he, he, he's like that was fucking powerful. He comes out and he's essentially saying like, I know, I know we're like the, the we're all here because of the the these laws, but it's bigger than that in my opinion. And he says it. He's like, listen, like, you know, if you if we don't win this. Like, kiss, you know, you can kiss Punjab goodbye. You can kiss our culture yeah. goodbye. You can kiss, like, they will try to eliminate our thotum. They will try to eliminate everything. Slowly, over time, they will do it. It will happen. This is their goal. So, we If have, they can break you now, if they can break you now, they can, they have, they'll say, we can break them later. Yeah. Right? And okay. the front lines, and they're not stupid now. They won't allow the front line to be delayed anymore. Front line becomes Punjab. Then you cut off. And, and they don't care if you sit there and fucking. They don't give a fuck. They don't right? care. No. And this is the world's largest organized protest in human history. This is not like some fucking small thing. This thing is right. absolutely massive. So it has to. If this, if we lose, if this our side loses, you know the the farmers, it, it would be a huge blow to, and it would be a huge, uh, uh, I guess, what do you call it? Uh, you know, strongmen, dictators, fascists will be emboldened by this. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, then, easier, it's easier actually to hold this position on Delhi than it is if everyone had to go, if you moved and went back to Punjab, you had to protect your own parent because you would be segregated like, across so far. Yeah, right? 100%. It's much easier to hold this ring right now, you know, and so you have to stay there. You move. I, I just hope they don't move. You can't move. Even if no. they have to take rotations, right? Even if like all the people in job, you know, come into 250 at a time and they spend a month there, they move out, they move in. Like as long as it takes in and out, rotate in okay. and out, right? You know I think is? with this with this stoppage of Modi, 
I think what they realized is, why are these guys still fresh? They're fresh because of the Pani and the supplies is coming in from Delhi, right? Yeah. Why are these guys so fresh? They can go back to the pind for a week, get a rest, you know, and then they can come back for a week and then someone leaves. And I think what Modi figured out was if you stop that road, the supply chain between Punjab and Delhi, and you stop the supply chain between Delhi and Punjab, and you really barricade these guys in, now it becomes a much more difficult position. But that's also the human rights violation, right? So it becomes a ticking clock. Can you get the world's attention before it gets way too difficult? Because tomorrow, the 3rd and 4th, are supposed to be the coldest days, uh, severe cold in India. They already sent the old man home. And, uh, and, and so it's going to be a tough day next couple of days. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, but you, you know what? You, you're saying he, he's cutting off the links between Punjab. He's cutting off the links between stage one and stage two. Yeah, you don't even have <laughs> to go that far. That is, and where these uh, comrade fucking leaders are saying those guys, the Pandera stage, the the Pannu stage, where where the Nihangs are, that this stage, you know, they're responsible for their own security. Who got attacked by the right. RSS guys? That stage. These guys didn't fucking want to even support them, help them. Our, 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 there's mothers, sisters, everyone's there. You're cutting them off. Today, they didn't even have to bathrooms now. Where are they fucking supposed to go? And why right. is this other stage not speaking up for that stage if we're in it together? Right. Well, where's this uh, guy from UP? Uh, Takit? What's his name? The cat. Rakesh, the cat. Yeah. The cat. Where's this guy fitting in? Was this guy good? Is this guy anti or this guy a good guy? Like, who, who is this guy, Vinny? He's a good guy. He's a good guy. So he's uh he's from the Haryana side. And yeah. um Yeah, from the Haryana side. Correct me if I'm wrong, one of you guys. Come on. Yeah, he's from Haryana. Yeah. From Haryana, right? So and and my dad was saying this to me. He's like, the tides have shifted because of this guy. So on that border, um, how do you pronounce that name? What's the name of that border between Delhi and um Haryana? Gazi. Ghazi, uh, Ghazi, Ghazi, so yeah, we might be pronouncing it wrong, but uh, so before they had what 20,000 people, and then the cat made this appeal to everyone. Um, he was really emotional in it that it this is our last fight, right? If we lose this, we lose everything. So, him single handedly with that message brought, I think. Over now, there's over 200,000 people uh, on that border. So um, I think props to him. He's uh, he's doing a lot personally, and he's on the front lines, right? So in okay. my opinion, he's good. He's, you know, he, anything that's for the cause of the farmers is good. But now yeah. that border, their politicians are going there. This is be, Politicians that were not supposed to be allowed. I, I don't know this this guy or i don't know too much about him so i can't really comment on but all i know is why is bottle going there why are the fucking other leaders going there this is supposed to be exclude politicians it's well joe they're, they're they're gonna go wherever the wherever it's more popular wherever there's no, more news no, coverage no no, right? no, no Vinny. they had agreed no as one to not allow politicians anywhere near the stages not even allow yeah. them why now? It, I mean, this is something to wonder if politicians are getting... When does shit get fucked up? When these fucking corrupt motherfuckers start inserting themselves in, in these uh, places and start it's becoming get worse. influencers. 
Yeah, just gotta and, get then it's over. These guys yeah. need to be fucking gone, man. They need they can't be there. Yes. That kind of reminds me of uh CM Amrinder Saab, Captain. The guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. His so this guy's <laughs> say what? His family are traitors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the British Raj over yeah. like they're fucking traitors. It's it's, it's it's a fucking history, man. Like it's just history yeah. repeating itself. Like it's it's so fucked up, man. I, I I don't know, man. So how do these how do these guys become the leaders of Punjab? Why? Because when independence happened, what happened? It was a no, transfer. No, no. What I'm of saying power. is how do how do people keep voting, voting? Because it's not a democracy. It's not a democracy. Let's fucking be honest. You no. think that country's a democracy where they can cut the internet and nobody says anything? How's that a democracy? It's supposed to be the world's largest democracy. It's a fucking fraud. The world's largest fraud. That's what it is. The world's Harvey, largest fraud. You have two choices, and choices are the sides of the same coin. Like everything they did for op, I'm not saying op's great, but op, okay, let's say it was its own like political force at one point. They did everything in its power to to take it down, right? As, as quickly yeah, as it can. Careful. That's true. <laughs> and so if you have two choices and the two choices are the same side of the same coin, then whatever i mean it's not really it doesn't matter if you put in bottle you put in captain it's the same thing you're not just keep keep changing them up right but i've been at i've been at an event uh in like well, i've been with at the legislature yeah, i remember you were telling me the assembly and in, like these guys <laughs> at the in the assembly they're like fuck you fuck you basically like you know yeah. are best, Congress are best. they go into the lunchroom they're all like yo get the japipa fucking it's a fucking yeah. show man the, the same People that are in power, and that's the same thing in the U.S. with these fucking Democrats and fucking Republicans. Those same people. Well, look who's there in India's in uh, the whatever that's called Lok Sabha, where the hell it's called. They got that lady there who's a terrorist. She's she has terrorist charges on her for a bombing in two thousand eight <laughs> at a mosque. Okay. Yeah. Or whatever the hell she blew up. Then you have two guys on 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 uh, <laughs> fraud charges on cases. Okay. They have an actual terrorist in the BJP party. And they call everyone else a terrorist, right? You have the fucking yeah. Modi killed all the Muslims. I don't know if Spotify's Modi's a, Modi's a terrorist. They're gonna like keyword search this thing and block it. But anyways, they got Modi, uh, you know, killing all the Muslims, genocide, right? And he's banned from the U.S. He becomes prime minister and he's 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 a okay, right? So he's back in. The, the it's you're in an uphill fight and the only thing you have here is to stick to your guns and stay there and I just hope they come together in some way even if it's right or wrong even if these guys did something shady you have to together yo so sometimes it crosses my head what if the leaders already have a deal made with the government right they probably they do, just think oh, but it's it's that that allow I, think, them. I think you gotta just let go of these conspiracy theories I think you just gotta say fair enough you just gotta let it you gotta let it go. You gotta say, okay, fuck it. Like, no, no, but Sonny, how do you get for the angle? Right? The upper angle is looking for angle. Yeah. Why is it looking for angle? Because I'm looking for the angle. This guy must be looking for the angle too. And you gotta sort of let that up. You're not gonna change like anyone's mind, right? Look, Deep Sidhu and Lakka's angle, the comrades knew, right? They were gonna slowly yeah. infiltrate their words, not my word, infiltrate, you know, the Khalistan or the Qom issue into the debate over time. No. No, that that was their claim. That was their that claim. Was but that's claim. what they thought. That's what I'm saying. That's what they thought their angle that's was, right? That's what they thought. These guys are seasoned. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So then, Deep Sudun Lakka thought, you know, these guys are going to fuck us in the end. 
right? And so it started on this mistrust. I'm just saying, I know it's impossible, but like they have to get over this because there's there's like fucking uh, fucking Voldemort or fucking Daya Sauron over there, and like well, that's the thing. you got to I agree with you, editor, right? That's true, but uh, at the same time, this for me now the issue is bigger than the three laws, right? If you repeal, if if the government comes and says, look. We're going to get rid of these three laws back to going where it was before. It's still going to be a shitty fucking country. Shitty fucking... Like, people are still going to be committing suicides. People are still going to be having uh, a large amount of debt. It's going to life and death. Do you know what they're going to fucking say? They're going to have all their RSS gurus tell all these fucking uh, incels. Okay, get the fuck out of the Mandurs in the south. And I want you all to fucking move to Punjab. Like they they or they're gonna figure something else out. The, you go back to Punjab and act like everything's normal. They're gonna come back at you. They they are not gonna let you allow you That's to embarrass them in their yeah. Hindu nation and do but that. Guess what? They, guess what? Yeah. You don't fuck. The pundals on the case. You don't fuck. <laughs> you don't fuck with the calm man. They fuck it up. The oper the oper centrale. Okay. Look at the look at the I'm sacrifice. Look at the, we're the game changers. That's what we are, and we should be proud of being that. And so we shouldn't be fucking upset about something. Instead, we should be proud walking. Uh, that's why it's held high. Yeah, that's why the to me, unity is fine, right? Getting this issue solved is fine. Repealing the laws is fine. But for me, it's bigger that we have leaders like Lukka and Deep. Start the leading the nation for the future. For the future, right? Yeah. People can look up to these guys and say, "We're not going to have the same shitty politicians lead us back to Punjab, right?" Now yeah, we're going to have cussing. We're going to have deep sit. Put the appointment in your phone. Your dad five years from now is going to say that they were right to go to Lakhila. Watch five years no, from now. It, it, I don't even need five years. He he said it after five days. The That's guy's right. like, yeah. "You were right." Yeah, yeah. There because you go. he's seen these videos right. come out now. But you know what? That's because everybody's fucking putting the pressure on everybody's. That's the one thing. This movement. Look at it. I, I don't know. Most people around me, Vinny, you're posting. I don't like. Everyone seems like everyone's involved. Sunny, you're. We're having even the fact that we're having this conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone's involved. Everyone's kind of working towards that yeah. same goal, and everyone's hoping for that thing. I don't think I've ever seen that at any point no, in my uh, yeah. very useful Everybody's life. engaged. It, 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 it's fucking good to see. And if we keep now, man, Riri Agi. Agi Riri. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? Like now we have international attention. All that has worked. That fucking reposting the same bullshit over yeah. and over and over again. It it's works. Worked. And I think we have some momentum with us. And I think, I don't know. Yo, how, how do you think the how do you think the Bollywood celebrities are feeling right after they saw that tweet from Fuck Rihanna? Them. Fuck them. They're scared, Vinny. They're they're scared. They just want to keep their spot, right? These is they're unpods who you know who unpods who got this position and they don't give a fuck. I don't even think they know what's going on. I yeah. fucking hate Slate Yield now, man. I can't wait. When did you like that that kind of what movie did you ever make that was good? You should have hated him when he made that fucking monkey movie. What the fuck oh, that was? Other was good. He was a poddu. Um, HP, what's your... is obviously good because he's a gutter, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, let's... I, I mean, I, I don't want to... Uh, we, we've been on for like an hour and 20, so... 
let's uh i mean maybe get some final thoughts hp on like the whole situation that's happening there like where do you see it going sorry oh and that and that's what i was just going to comment on as far as deep and lakago i mean and vin heard me say this um Laka and Deep, in my opinion, had we gotten through this with, without this division, you know, they would have been the next leaders of Punjab. But they don't even want to be. They've said that we're not yeah, looking. Yeah. Whether they want to be or not, they would have enough influence with the youth of Punjab that they would almost be catapulted into that position by default. And I think the the true politicians were absolutely scared shitless of losing control of losing power of losing their place of control in Punjab Fucking that comrades. the comrades that they had to find a scapegoat and those the scapegoat on both those occurrences were, were deep in Lakka and it's just a fucking shame it is an absolute shame like you look at what deep has gone through you know, and, and and they say, oh, well, he was BJP and he's RSS and he's this. And Are you telling me people can't change? Right. And there was it was never to this degree either. Right. I mean, the guy has put his life on the line. The guy's put his future on the line. The guy's put his career on the line. The guy's put his family on the line. The guy speaks from the heart. I can't find one person that'll say what Deep said was wrong except with their anti-Khalistani. Those are the only guys that are saying, hey, Deep is wrong. But he gives you josh when you listen to him, just like Lakka. I didn't even know who Lakka was up until, yeah. you know, this protest, this movement happened. Then I watched the biography on him and I realized he was a fucking gangster. And then I thought, this is a guy who, who went through all that shit and he's putting it on the line for the future of his goal. How can you not get behind a guy like that? And I was saying this two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a week ago, three months ago. I'm like, man, if this guy ever decided, these guys are the future of Punjab. These guys are the future of Punjab. They are the ones that can lead it out of this period of bullshit. Okay, where, where do you see it going now with what the present day situation? Let's say as of right now, what you have now, where, where, where do you see the next week, two weeks, three weeks looking like? Well, I think there's going to be a lot more um, international presence. There's going to be a lot more... Um, international celebrity, um, I guess if you want to call it that, um, reverb. I think there's going to be a lot more um, eyeballs, uh, mainstream eyeballs that get onto this. And um, I don't know. I don't know. I hope I hope we keep our resolve. Are we in particular? Yeah, I, I, I hope so. I hope we, we constantly hope so. stay in no, charge. HP, no so. Are we or are we not? Are we in Chardikala? We are in Chardikala. Awesome. I just, I'll finish. That's it. <laughs> we, we need to know. I, I realize that, man. But it's easy for us to sit here and 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 observe, every, you know, and, and comment on everything that's happening there. I mean, I'm scared for everybody there, man. You're scared. Like, but what is Sandeep saying? They're not scared. You can be scared. Fuck me. Huh? Uh, Vinny, what did Sandeep Singh say? He said, I, we don't understand why you guys are worried about us. He goes, we're in. We're in Chardikala. We're sitting here, right? We're sitting here. We're sitting here. I got this. What was it? I said, but we're sitting over here, but Buddy over there on the front lines is saying, 
we got this. Saying, Fuck let's, you, we got this. Yeah, let's keep yeah. moving. Let's keep working together. But uh, hey, what are your final uh, I think, okay, so I think, I don't know where it goes, uh, but we'll obviously we'll be back or, or we'll listen to uh, what other people think next week or whatever. But I think there's few things that have to happen. Infrastructure has to come back somehow. The And they have to come have some unity. And in that meantime, they can't give everyone up or anyone up, including Deeper Laka. And they have to make sure that this guy, uh, this docket guy, whatever his name is, uh, does not take the cat, doesn't take over the whole movement and, and make some sort of deal, right? So there still has to be a sick Punjabi identity in there. You can't trust this guy blindly that he's going to save this whole fucking thing. And then I think finally what they – I think what they have to do in the next week or so is continue to build the momentum of – and start looking at these human rights abuses and really making about that and try to get these people like Noldeep Gore, uh, Punia was given she, – she was sexually assaulted by the police in January 12th. Yeah. She's still prisoner oh. there. They denied her bail. Uh, they have to – Punia got out today. That's fine. But he'll go back obviously in a few days. So th- it's just – it's 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 – there's no end in sight now. You just have to keep building for the tougher days in February. And then you got to figure out how to make this a more sustainable thing. You got to be ready to go to the end of the year. So I think they have to start building the infrastructure. I think you got to be ready to go. And they can't leave. They can't ever leave. You can't leave. Yeah. You leave, it's over. Yeah. It's over. Are you, are you, are you in Jardikula? I'm always in Jatikala, man. I'm always in Jatikala. Positive outlook. I, I heard that. Yeah, I, I play that Sukhshinder the song every day. <laughs> and I, uh, and I okay. Vinny, you, you fucking ready to go here? Yeah, I'm ready to go, man. You cut me off there, man. Tell me my yeah. internet. Internet's Everyone cutting you off. I think Tell it's your internet. But uh, honestly, for me, um, I think a deal's going to happen. They're going to repeal the laws. Um, I think we got a bigger mission on our hands right now. Our mission isn't just the Kassans. We're gonna. The mission is getting taking care of this fascist government, right? Um, that's the real obstacle for us. And um, the sooner we all realize that as a as an ECTA as a as a union, right, the better off we'll be in the future. So, um, yeah. These guys will repeal the law, but we got to stay focused and, and and understand what the government did to us and what they're going to be doing to us. It's not good. And uh, we need to stick with our leaders, such as Deep Sidhu and Lakka, have their back and, um, you know, stay on the front lines. No way yeah. No way yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, today's been a positive day. We've got. It looks like international media attention. That's just my. That's just my guess. But anyways, back yeah. to you, Joe. What do you think? No, I, I, I'm pot. Like today was a good day. So you just take every day, a day at a time, because fucking who knows what's gonna happen tomorrow. <laughs> today was good. Feel feel good today. But I agree with Sunny on the the infrastructure we have to figure out a way because fuck they need to get food water like that's the only way they can stay there forever one if they cut off those the lifelines then then it's like it becomes very difficult but uh, i i think uh you know uh, we'll find some jagad punjabis always do <laughs> so we'll we'll keep going but like yeah as of right now just take today and then yeah 100 i'm behind lakka and deep and what what deep 
to help do raise the nishan sab very proud and uh i say fuck you to the comrade leaders um they need to do a better job and start fucking falling in line and working together for the the better of the entire qom uh for everyone because it, this is not just modi is bad for all of india not just punjab yeah. not just six for all minorities all you know people uh, uh, uh lower caste whatever considered lower caste dalits like we, we've got a fucking it's a big fight and like i said it'll have like international repercussions if this guy wins so yeah, yeah i mean we have the ace card though right we have the final bomb right yeah. up our sleeves and that and that's prince akim and so prince akim comes <laughs> in this prince akim, and that was for, awesome. in, for listeners who found you interesting and want to um stay in touch where's your radio station or what day oh, it is? Uh, my uh, it's it's called My Radio Five Eighty AM. It's a brand new twenty four hour Punjabi station, and we're on Tuesdays, five oh five to six o'clock, and every Tuesday it's called Boz Weekly. There's a there's a website called boznews.org. It's uh, accompanies that website. Maybe it'll be a podcast one day, and everyone on on this show will be on that. But uh, for now, it's just a radio show, and uh, yeah, it's gonna it's awesome. fun. I like being okay, on the radio. Great. Well, uh, well, uh, we'll sign off, but I do want to let you know that uh, as Prince Akeem Singh, what I always used to say to the to, to the crowd, uh, unlike you, Sonny, uh, I, I may suck, but unlike you, uh, uh, like you, I I forget what it was. <laughs> you just butchered that, man. You just butchered that. Make sure you guys don't log off. When, when, uh, you're, you're not going to log off, Harvey. It's not going to save. I yeah, may yeah. suck, but like you, I don't swallow. That was it. That was it. Perfect. Yeah, that's going to get cut. That's going to get cut. So oh, we're, we're not doing the show anymore, right? That's or after Joe signed off, that's cut, right? I think so because you know what's fucking hilarious? Joe can only stop the recording.